Hello, and welcome to the Just Glow With It podcast, where the spiritual and physical glow up happens. My name is Jasmine, and I am a certified life coach, podcast host, and lifestyle and wellness enthusiast. As your go-to gal for all things glow, I help women to cultivate a high-vibe mindset, create abundance, practice self-love, and manifest the reality of their dreams by sharing my wellness and lifestyle tips and secrets to living my best glow life. If you are a modern-day spiritual woman, then this is the podcast for you. And if you're ready to embrace all the high vibes and glow like never before, then keep on listening. As always, remember to just glow with it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode here on Just Glow With It. Today, I have a special guest with me. I have my man, Aldo, which is so weird to say his name because I never call him by his name. But anyways, the reason why I have him on today's episode is because we have learned some really great lessons these past two weeks and a lot of things have happened to us that we wanted to share because we have been able to turn quote-unquote bad situations and look at them in a positive light and we have learned and experienced how literally everything happens for a reason and we wanted to give you guys real life examples of what it means for everything to happen for a reason because you know we all will experience quote-unquote bad things in our lives or where we feel like things are falling apart and life is unfair and all of this stuff and we want to share our story to remind you guys when you are going through these things that everything happens for a reason bad things are only blessings in disguise and also to be careful you know when you're trying to manifest and what you wish for so more specifically in today's episode we are talking about um aldo's car being hit by a drunk driver uh a few weeks ago and why we're actually so grateful it happened and how this unfortunate situation led to a, many blessings coming into our lives and so we'll be talking about that and we'll also be sharing how exactly he manifested being debt free and how he manifested abundance and prosperity into his life and also why it's important to be careful for what you manifest and how to manifest properly and we'll also be sharing some signs that we received during the time that all of this was happening from the universe and um, at the end of this episode we'll be sharing a little lesson that we learned on empathy and not letting our egos get the best of us and how to be more empathetic towards others that's just like a little side note side lesson that we learned this last week as well so without further ado let's go ahead and get into this episode So this whole thing started on May 2nd um, in the middle of the night. We were sleeping and around, it was like 2, 3 a.m. We were abruptly woken up and because we heard a car crash. And our first assumption was that two cars had, you know, crashed into each other and we ran out or we ran, we jumped out of our beds, we looked out the window, and we saw a car had crashed into a parked car. And I was, it took us a minute to realize that that parked car that was hit was actually... Mine. Yes, it was my Aldo's car. And so it, we were just like, in a daze, like I was half asleep, and before I knew it, I was running out the apartment building and... Um, In your bathroom in my bathrobe 
like it was a mess i ran outside and to the accident i got down there before aldo did and i was already on the phone with the police and literally as i was on the phone with the police um the the people that were in the act in the car they started walking away and i didn't know what to do in that moment i was like do i follow them like what if what if they have guns like do i stay here at the scene of the crime like what do i do i was just and i was still half asleep i was so confused i was so so fast forward you know the cops come whatever and everything is handled and we get back inside and honestly i am more upset about the situation than he is like i'm angry that it happened to his car i'm like I don't know, I was just very upset and you were actually very calm about the whole thing. Like, you weren't even mad. Yeah, I was just like, I was more mad that I had work at six. What was what was your thought process when all of it was happening? I was just, <clears throat> because I woke up so scared thinking it was a, um, like a crash between two cars in the intersection. That was my first thing when I heard like the tire screeching and somebody hitting. I thought like somebody had ran a red light and like, hit somebody else mm -hmm. so i was just like damn that the first thing i told you before i even saw anything was like like call call the ambulance call 911 you know like yeah i didn't even know what happened but after you know seeing that it was just like they hit a parked car which happened to me in my car i was just more glad that nothing happened to anybody yeah and that's actually something that i want to like emphasize on is this is a perfect example of how you can still find a silver lining in like a terrible situation like this because you know, when all of this happened, Aldo was like, I'm just grateful that nobody died and that they hit a parked car as opposed to someone else on the road. And I think that's just like really like it took me a minute to like find that silver lining because I was more upset for you. Yeah. But it just shows that even when some messed up stuff like this happens, you can still find the silver lining. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was just uh, just think it's like. I don't know. Obviously, it's a car, and it's, uh, you know, I was already four years into paying it. I still had payments on it, um, but it was just like, it's just a material thing, you know. I was just thinking, like, oh, whatever, I could always get a new car or whatever. It wasn't, like, a huge deal to me, and whenever I would tell this story to people, they would just be like, oh, well, good thing you weren't in the car, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it could have been, been that, and I'm also thinking, like, they could have missed my car, continued on, and a block down the street somebody would be crossing because where we live there's a lot of like homeless people just crossing the street in the middle of the street, especially at night they could have hit some of them you know and if they didn't stop they would have just gotten uh gotten away with it you know so i mean if you compare a like live to a car which they make millions of every day i'm like yeah you could replace a car you can't replace a human being pretty much yeah so i was just i was more like okay whatever i'm i got insurance i just did the policy i filed the claim that same that same night in the morning and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just let them take care of it. I'm not even gonna stress about it. Yeah. So this was the event that be, um, started the series of events. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this was the first event of the many series of events that like transpired, transpired throughout this whole week. Like May, like the first week of May was just a crazy week for us. And this was the beginning of it. So this situation happens and um you know he calls calls his insurance it's getting taken care of whatever the reason why 
we are so grateful that this happened was because it actually led to him manifesting something that he has been trying to manifest. And I just want you to like share what that is. Um, it was just like recently I've been getting into a lot of like um, investing videos, just learning how to manage my money more, more smartly and effectively. Um, whether it's like rental properties, I'm, I have certain ideas and stuff, certain ideas of like buying rental properties or <clears throat> stocks or whatever. Um, but the information I got was it's better to pay off your debt first with the money that you have instead of trying to like stretch yourself out thin with minimum payments on your debt and then minimum investments. You get a better return if you just focus on your debts first and then all that money that went to your debt goes directly to the investments later on. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna focus on my debts. Paying off your debts. Paying off my debts. So all the money that I um that I had in whatever stocks or Bitcoin or whatever, I took all that back out and I'm like, okay. I'm going to just pay off my debt. So at that time, I had about 6000 left in my car payment, which was my biggest debt. I had a personal loan of about 1800 And then my credit card was about uh, about 1400 So altogether, it was almost $10,000 in debt. So I, I did the math. I think within a year or two, I would have been able to you know, finish paying everything off. But... I was just like, man, two years before I could even invest in anything to make some money was seeming like a long time. So I'm like, okay, I need to find a way to pay this off faster. So I was like, okay, I'm probably just going to um, get a second job, a side hustle or something like that. Yes. Yeah. So pretty much he was trying to like manifest or accomplish the goal of paying off his debt so he can invest and do all the things that he's been learning and wanting to do and looking for... Um, an additional income to save. So what happened was, you know, this accident happened and because, you know, he wasn't in the car or because of the fact that this accident was a very clear and clean cut type of accident, like there wasn't any opportunity to go back and forth. Like if Aldo was at fault or anything like that, because he wasn't in the car, like, you know, it was parked. So because of that, this accident claim hap uh, processed very quickly and what ended up happening was Aldo is receiving a check for a significant amount of money and so what that resulted in is his car being completely paid off so he no longer has that financial debt and he's also receiving um like an excess amount of what my yeah what whatever my car was worth at the time this is what the insurance said whatever my car was worth at the time they were going to give me that um that amount back so so he has a surplus of money left yeah. over and that money is going to that check is going to allow me to pay off his the other re, yeah, debt, yeah. the remaining of my uh, credit card and my personal loan and I'll still have a few extra thousand to um either save or start investing and stuff so basically right now I'm like I'm debt free Mm -hmm. All the money that I'm making, I no longer have a car note, which was about $500. Uh, I canceled my car insurance since I'm no longer having car insurance. Uh, that's an extra like 100 and something. Uh, parking permit, gas, maintenance, tires, and all that stuff, that's out the window. So all that, all that money that I was spending on my car a month. a month is going back to myself. And I could uh, really choose to do something really smart with that and invest, which was what I wanted. Yeah. And then I did math. It's it's a lot cheaper for me to just do Lyft and Uber whenever I need to go somewhere specifically. And if I need to go somewhere out of town, like a long trip or whatever, we're going for a vacation or something, just rent a car out. 
and it, it comes out a lot cheaper than actually owning a car. Yeah. And then also too, I'm like, it's a, it's all a mindset thing that I had. I'm like, okay, for a lot of people, they probably would see this as like, oh man, I lost my brand new car. I don't, I, I no longer have a car. But I'm thinking of it like, okay, cool. I paid off all my debts. I have an, um, I'm have excess income that I didn't have, almost a thousand dollars extra month. And then I get to be uh, on my bike and running places. You know what I mean? It's like anywhere that I need to go specifically, whether it's to work or to my mom's house, it's all within three miles. So I could either bike or run. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, it's going to allow me to get um, in shape better, which is something else I've been wanting to do. So I'm looking at it that way. And He's finding the silver linings and in everything's, all of this. Yeah, everything's just working out. So when we found, when we found out that he was going to like get this extra money back from the accident and that his debt was gone we realized this is why this whole situation happened because what's so crazy is he had been saying i'm gonna pay off my car debt i'm gonna pay off my car debt i'm gonna pay off my car debt but he never said how and this is something that like i also want to emphasize um in this episode is when you're trying to manifest something or when you're trying to call something into your life be very specific on on making sure it's coming into your life or it's happening in a in a very subtle way not necessarily subtle no not specific because you can't control how things happen but make sure you're asking for it to come in like the best way possible (laughs) you know what i mean because yes technically he did manifest this he paid off his debt he has extra income now but it happened in a kind of shitty way so this is why it's important to like make sure you're calling it in the best possible way for it to come or it could come in a way like this so this was one of the things he manifested from the situation which again is being debt free and um having excess of income but what's so crazy is two days after the accident before we even found out like he was going to get money back it was my birthday and my mom came over to you know visit me drop off gifts whatever basically now like we said earlier in this episode um aldo has been wanting to make extra money like on the side and he ended up manifesting that as well because when my mom came over she started talking to us about this opportunity that my dad had for us and now now Aldo has an opportunity to make extra money on the side that's very that's a very significant amount of money that's going to help him to invest and save and do all the things that um he wanted to do yeah and it's just so crazy how it all like played out like so perfectly almost like he was saying I want to pay off my debt i want to invest and he was actually doing the work by learning like how to invest how to pay off debt like he was doing the work which is part of manifestation is when you ask for something you have to do the work to get there and i i always told him like when the universe sees you like putting in work and it sees that you're taking what you want seriously it's going to bring you the opportunity that you're preparing for and this is exactly what happened because he was he asked he said what he wanted he was doing the work and then the opportunity came by the accident happening eliminating his debt and then two days later him receiving an opportunity to make extra like money um, like that's gonna help him so much and everything that he wants to do and it's just so crazy to look back how it all unfolded and maybe in the moment we didn't realize what was happening but now looking back even two weeks later we're like wow that all happened for a reason i also think 
it has a lot to do with uh, the mindset that you have at the time. Because uh, anybody else that would have had their car totaled like this, if they weren't actively like trying to pay off their debt or, you know, if they were just more focused on like their material loss in the car, mm-hmm. with the check that they would have gotten back, they probably would have bought another car. Right. Which, in certain circumstances and situations, a car is a necessity. Like we were saying, like, you know, uh, a parent that, you know, oh, yeah, has like kids, a, obviously a car is a necessity. Or you, if you commute. Commute and stuff. But, like, me, I had the opportunity to, you know, take public transport and ride my bike and stuff. So, for me, and I wanted to be debt free. Yeah. And a, so, car, a car wasn't a necessity. Yeah, a car you. wasn't a, a necessity. If, if anything, I'd like the whole time I had a car with, like, the last two or three years. I've been telling like I've been telling Jazz that it's kind of like the worst decision I made because that's an extra like like six hundred dollars a month at least that I could have been putting away or buying like certain assets and stuff. The only I think the only good thing that came out of having that car was my credit score going up, which is is pretty good now, and learning the lessons of like financial literacy and responsibility because this car came at a point where. I was new to all this. My dad had, had agreed to like co-sign. I had no credit at all, so the fact that he co-signed allowed me to get it at a good rate. And I'm just like, okay, I'm what? How long ago was this? I was like 21, 22, with a brand new car. Yeah, from and that it, year. So. And I think it taught you not to li- like the importance of not living above your means. Yep, exactly. Because the job I have is not necessarily like the greatest paying job. I have enough, and I was you know I was getting by even with the car payment, but it was still like. It was still kind of stressful, you know, every month having to, like, pay off that car payment. But now, as soon as all this debt got eliminated, it was just this crazy rush of, like, almost like a feeling of freedom. Mm -hmm. Where now I'm just like, man, I have all this excess of money and, like, income. Plus the second, the the side opportunity that I got from, um, from her dad. I'm just like, man, I have all this extra. But I'll tell you this, it's like... Once you, once you kind of get debt free, you start getting back into like your old old habits. old habits of wanting to spend. And I already feel that. Like I've been spending kind of like a little. Ir- a little irresponsibly. But I'm like, no, okay, I'm going to come up with my game plan now. Now that I have all this money, I'm going to give myself a certain budget that I'm going to stick to every month. So whatever that $400, $500, I'm going to put towards my IRA, my Roth, whatever savings. So like that's for future stuff. You know what I mean? Um and it's just like, okay, you got to have that mindset and you got to remind yourself what this is for. Because if I don't do anything productive with the loss of my car, it's just like, it's as backwards pretty much. It's like, mm-hmm. it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense yeah. for me to even like be, be on the bike and be on Every, the bus. Everything would have happened for no reason. Yeah, pretty much. And something like that I told Aldo when we were talking about all this and we were realizing, wow, this all happened for a reason is I told him the reason why it happened right now is because the universe saw that he was ready for the opportunities that he was going to get. And it's like this, it's what I, in Aldo's mind, he was like, okay, when I pay off my car in a year or two, then I will be able to do all these things that I want to do. But the universe knew that he was ready for it now. The universe brought the opportunity to him much sooner than what he anticipated. And this is like a perfect example of what it means for things to happen in divine timing and order. Because you may have an idea and a plan of when you want things to happen and how you want it to happen. But ultimately, the universe or God or whatever you believe in will make it happen when 
It's supposed to. It's supposed to, whether that be sooner or later or whatever, and it may happen in ways you can't even imagine. So this is this was part of like a big reason why I wanted him to share this story because I know there are many people who experience like hardships like this and it's so easy to be like, fuck, my life fucking sucks. This is the end of the world. Like yeah. why is all this bad luck happening? And at the end of the day, it's all about your perspective and how you choose to... Um, to look at a situation and it's also a great example of you need to be ready for what you want because if you're not ready for it it's not going to come and i wholeheartedly believe if aldo hadn't been you know doing the work and researching and learning and doing all of this stuff this opportunity wouldn't have come into his life and i remember um a few days before this accident happened, he texted me and he was like, oh, I keep seeing the angel number 47. And for those of you who don't know, angel number 47 basically means keep doing the, the work you're doing. You're on the right path and all of this stuff. And he said, I don't feel like I'm on the right path. I feel like I'm doing, you know, all of this stuff and it's nothing is happening. And I basically told him, like, you have to put in the work internally before it can happen physically and I was like you know you're learning all of this new stuff with you know finances and school like you're putting in so much work it's gonna take time for it to manifest into your reality and it's so funny how like it it happened a week later I feel like you were seeing those angel numbers because like your angels or whatever were telling you you're on the right path like they're almost not warning you but like just telling me it's it's gonna happen and stuff it's, and it, it's it's hard to to keep that faith you know like like you said whether it's you believe in the universe or god or whatever it's like it's having faith in what you're doing that yeah. that matters the most because there's gonna be times where you plateau yeah where every day kind of seems like it's just the same thing over and over again but that's the growing process you're kind of like you're taking in all this information and uh it's incubating inside you and inside your mind and it's like there's going to be a moment where it just all clicks. Mm-hmm. And that moment for me was my um, my car being totaled. And I'm not going to lie and say, okay, I'm right. I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm still like, I still okay. have doubts and fears, but it's like, I'm, I'm taking it. I'm not blocking my blessings. I'm taking this as a sign that I meant to start investing, to start going out there and, and doing stuff because I know I'm going to fail. I know I'm going to lose money and I'm, I'm going to fuck up. But it's like, you don't progress and get to the next level without actually doing stuff without failing without failing yeah. and you learn more from your failures that's a cliche but it's true because like right now if i, if I would have still had my car it would have been a whole nother at least a year or two before i like really set myself up for like wealth and yeah to to invest in these stuff but now i'm taking this i'm like okay now's the time instead of buying dumb stuff or clothes or whatever i'm gonna put that towards my my investments, buy a, a, a house and rent it out or something, you know, do something with it. And that's the mindset I'm taking in, into with all this is just not letting it like, not letting the fear and the doubts hold me back. So what would you say have been like your biggest takeaways from this whole situation, from everything that happened and that people listening can apply into their own lives? Like when they, if they ever experience, you know, doesn't have to be a car accident, but anything like there's, there's yeah there's always there's always a positive or a, a silver lining in everything and it's just kind of like taking a step back and really analyzing everything 
and just trying to like find that positive in every negative. It's like it's it's the the yin and the yang, the the good and the bad. You know, like yeah. the the Taoists say, whatever. Like there's good and the bad, and there's bad and the good. So whenever something bad happens to you, it's not all bad. It's not all evil. You just gotta find it. And that all has to do with your perspective. So, like, with this, easily I could have just been like, man, forget this. Like, I'm not even... I could have let my ego get the best of me and be like, I'm not going to be seen Without a car. Yeah, without a car, yeah. riding a bike. But I'm like, dude, I don't care. Like, I don't... People see me without a, without a car. That hasn't... Like, I don't care. It doesn't, it, it doesn't bother me anything. Like, other people would probably be like, I need to be in the car. Because people are going to think I'm a bum yeah, or and they, whatever. And they would probably put that, whatever excess money that they have, say it's $5,000, put that as a down payment for, a for... Like me, I'm like, damn, all this money that I'm spending on this car, I could have probably got myself a Challenger or like a Mercedes or something. So I could have took my money, put 5Gs down on a Mercedes and been in even more debt. And that's even more upkeep, you know? I wouldn't have learned anything. But I'm trying to like get to the next level and the only way to do that is to like you know tough it out for a bit and invest yeah. and invest and and i think that that's yeah. the best thing is just like looking at it at this way giving myself you know uh um a certain angle of, of viewing things you're looking at the bigger picture yeah it's always the bigger picture because yeah. if you just focus on like the hardship obviously having a car sucks like i'm not gonna say it's easy not like, having a car yeah i mean not having a car even yeah not having a car sucks because, you know, I have to leave a little bit earlier to catch a certain bus. Sometimes I can't even catch the bus because it's too early. So I either got to uh, run to where I'm going or I got to bike there. But it's like, okay, what's what's the positives? I'm looking at the end term. Like, okay, all this money that I'm saving is going to go into investments and it's going to bring me a return. And it's going to give me a better, a better lifestyle because I'm creating a certain cash flow avenues and, like, you know, streams of income with that. Mm-hmm. Also... Like I said, I, I've been wanting to get in, in, in better shape. So this gives me the opportunity to bike to work, which is like three miles yeah, daily. Okay, that helps. And, you know, it's just looking at those positives and reminding yourself of why you're doing it. Yeah. And in the future, like when you are where you want to be financially and career-wise and everything, you're going to be like... You're going to feel grateful that you sacrificed a little bit right now to get to where you want to be. And I think that's a really key difference um between people who like achieve the success and wealth that they desire and the people who don't i feel the people who don't they're more focused on like impressing other people or they're more they're more focused on the current path and they forget about where they want to be in the future and they and because of that they get stuck where they are right now and they never progress to where they want to be because they're not thinking of the end result like you are like you're thinking long term you're thinking okay this is where i want to be in 10 20 years and this is what i need to do now to get there and i think that's really important for people to to like if you want to become successful or wealthy or prosper keep him yeah yeah like prosper wealthy and you have to you have to do the reason why not everyone is wealthy in life is because not everyone is willing to do the things it requires to become wealthy and it's all about sacrifices what you're willing to sacrifice the more successful you want to be the more you have to sacrifice Mm -hmm. it's and the more you have to fail yeah it's it's like okay if you want to be the ceo of a of a multi-billion dollar business you're going to have to work 70, 80 hours a week. You're going to have to sacrifice family time and friendship time. Like, you can't... Those are mutually exclusive, you know what I mean? Like, if you want to reach a certain point, you got to work hard directly. And you got to, like... But not everybody wants that. Like, me, I don't want to be, like, 
I don't want to be a CEO. I don't want to work 78 hours a week. I want to establish a, a lifestyle where I have certain um, assets that pay me passively. So if I decide that I don't want to work, I don't have to work. Yeah. But I'm also doing certain things like school or I'm going to school to establish my career in something that I enjoy. So mm-hmm. that's going to be like, okay, I love working and I want to work, but I have other other things on the side that gives me the opportunity to not want to work in case something like something big happens where, you know, I can't. You're not like, you're not relying like on the nine to five Mm -hmm. either. Yeah. And something I wanted to mention that was like, also, I feel like a sign from the universe and so crazy throughout this whole process is um, if you follow me on Instagram and you saw my Instagram stories like a while ago, I posted that there was like a swarm of literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of bees outside of our bedroom window. And like we live on the third floor um and our like apartment window is facing like the like the street and there was hundreds and hundreds of bees outside of our window only and i was freaking out we were both like what the fuck is going on right now and this was like after the car accident had happened after you know my mom talked to us about this job opportunity and i looked up the spiritual meaning of of bees and what um, it represents is to trust in miracles and that you're manifesting abundance and fruitfulness into your life. And now that we like everything has unfolded, we're like, wow, the universe was literally telling us, believe and trust that things are happening for you guys. And like everything is working out perfectly. And it's just so crazy, like everything that happened. So yeah, this is our story of how, or this is Aldo's story of how he manifested being debt-free and how he manifested abundance into his life. And um, Such a beautiful feeling. Like, being debt-free is, like, literally the best feeling ever. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to explain. Like, if, you, if you've ever paid off a credit card or whatever, like, you know the feeling. And it's just, being in debt, no, I don't, that's not it. Looking at things from a better perspective and stuff like that um but before we end this episode we also wanted to share another less like side lesson that we learned throughout this whole process and it's about not letting your ego get the best of you and um having empathy and so i want you to share this story because it's more concerning you Mm -hmm. so uh the morning of the accident actually um i had work around six o'clock so um Obviously, I had no car, so I had Jazz take me to work. And around 8 o'clock, 8.30, she starts texting me and blowing up my phone. She calls me like 9, 10 times, and like she knows if I'm driving the bus. Obviously, I'm not going to answer the phone. So at the next stop, I finally, you know, I, I pull over, drop the people off at the stop, and I get out, and I answer the phone. I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, dude, people are getting into your car. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, did I not lock the car? I don't know if I did or I not. I, I did or I didn't. Um, but she was telling me how people were just like taking everything out inside, and uh, I was basically in, in the transition of taking all my books and bringing them back over here. And I had like certain jerseys and stuff that I that I resell, or whatever, and that uh, shoes and all that. And it was all in the car. And I guess she was telling me that there was a bunch of stuff on the sidewalk and this and that. And I'm like, oh man, like that that right there pissed me off more than my actual car being totaled. It's something about, like, people stealing and, and all that that just, like, you know, it doesn't sit right with me. I don't think that's ever a, uh, an excuse to do that, but whatever. 
So I'm I'm in the bus and I'm like pretty much speeding down, trying to get downtown. And once I once I pull the bus up to the to the station, I just run over to to our apartment, which is like a couple of blocks away. She's sitting in the car and she's telling me how there was a couple guys who were in there. Um, one of them had her um, had her spare key that I kept in my car, and he returned it. I guess a good Samaritan going through your stuff and stealing your things and returning it. Um. Yeah. Right. He just saw my face yeah. and he saw that I was fucking pissed. But and then I was just like I was seeing red. I was just like heated. So I'm like, man, I'm I. I don't know, man. I I just got into. I called into work. I said I need a um. I need a, a relief. I need somebody to come, you know, take over for me because whatever. They broke into my car. So whatever. They, they sent a car. And I get in the car and I'm heading home. I'm like, okay, let me take this street because I saw the way the books and the clothes were, they fell. It was kind of going a certain way. So I'm like, they probably walked down that way. I go down the street and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, pa- I'm passing by a, a certain building and behind a pillar of that building, there's some guy like putting on a shirt. And it turns out to be one of the jerseys from my car. So I turn around, I pull up on him, and I just, like, you know, I start, like, hey, that's my stuff. You took all my things. So I took, you know, I, I retrieved all my belongings, whatever. He had a bunch of my jerseys. He had at least five of my jerseys, three pairs of shoes, and he had, like, women's makeup stuff. So I guess he was, like, a, he was just breaking into people's cars and stuff. But whatever, I retrieved all my stuff. I go back to, to my job. Jazz picks me up, and she tells me it was two people. So I found one of them, and I was like, the whole that whole morning, I was just looking for the other guy. I never ended up finding him until a couple of days later. She's walking home from her um, from her coffee spot, and she tells me like, "Oh, the guy's at the corner right now." And the I'm, second guy that she, the second the second guy that, that that she saw in the breaking into my car, and I was like, I was already heading to work, but I turn around, I go I go back to where the guy's sitting, and he has a book in his hand, but I can't see what book it is, but I know exactly what books I had in my car. Um, so I, I pull up on him. I'm like, Hey man, what's a, what, what book are you reading? And he shows me and it's one of my books. I'm like, Oh yeah, you got that from my car. Right. And he has like this kind of like grin of embarrassment and he's like, Oh yeah. And he kind of like starts handing it back to me. And at that point, uh, I just start going off on him. I just start saying a bunch of stuff. I'm not even like going to repeat. I was just yeah. like, you know, just saying a bunch of things to him. And this guy was like, you know, he was a, he was a homeless man. And I was just, I was just kind of more. Um, I let the my anger get the best of me, and I, I'm pretty like a very level leveled person. I don't really get mad too easily. On it, just a little side note, out of the both of us, I'm like the confrontational one. Yeah. Like I'm more likely to like f- try and fight someone and like get in someone's face. So, I hate confrontation. Yeah. So for him to act this way, I was. I was scared because he never, ever gets mad like this. Yeah. When I do, though, it's like a switch. I just, like, I can't really control myself. But, um, yeah, um, he gave me he gave me that book, and I just, like, you know, I felt, I guess I was just feeling good about myself because I had checked him. Just, like, you know, you break into somebody's car, you take stings, whatever. Um, the, the morning after this, I'm heading to work, and I'm getting in, in Jazz's car, and she's like, I see, I see a plastic bag on the windshield, and I'm first. My first response is like, man, like people really leave their trash. They're just leaving their trash on the car, like you know, whatever. And I pick up the bag, and it's like it's a bunch of my books returned, uh, and some magazines that I also had. And apart from that, it was also a mug, like a Starbucks mug, whatever. It was like I, and like the guy had left all my stuff on my windshield, 
And I'm just like, damn, like, remembering from when I was telling him a bunch of stuff and just telling him off, I can still remember him saying, like, oh, all this stuff was just on the ground. I didn't even go in it. But I didn't want to hear it, you know. I was just more focused on, like, getting my point across and being, like, just being upset. And I just couldn't, you know, I wasn't paying attention. He but let I, the, his ego get I, the best I let my ego get the best of me. But me being a person, like, that I, I'm, I, I feel like I'm a genuinely good person. I don't like causing anybody harm. I just felt like shit, you know. I felt, like, guilty. I'm like, this guy really did return my stuff. And I'm like, okay, like... I want to see. I want to find him, and I want to apologize to him because I'm like, what I said was just out of pocket, regardless of of what he did, you know. So this morning I go to pick up uh pick up Jazz's coffee because that's what I do because she forces me to. <laughs> so I, I he offered okay. So I go I go to the coffee shop, and on the way there I see the man sitting on the bench. Oh, wait, you didn't say that you felt bad. Yeah, I felt bad. Okay. I felt guilty okay. because you know I don't. I'm not a like I said. I'm not a confrontational person. I don't like to say bad things yeah. to people. Uh, but this morning I saw him at the bench, and I'm like, I just go up to him. I'm like, Hey man, you you put my books back on in the car. He's like, Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I want to apologize for what I said to you. Like, I just, I had a rough, rough morning that day. You know, my that was my car that was totaled and stuff. Like, you know, and he he was just like, no, it's fine. Like, I'm I'm sorry. I shouldn't. Sometimes I'm an asshole. I shouldn't be doing. It. I'm like, nah. It's no excuse for me to like to to have said what I said. And um, he has a he has a dog with him and stuff. So I was just like, you know, you need any dog food or whatever. But he's like, no, nah, man. I'm 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 good. I I just got all this stuff. So I was like. I, I told him, like, if you, like, I could tell you, like, reading and stuff since, you know, you're picking up books. And I'm like, you ever need a book, just let me know. You could come over, I'll give you a book. He can't really carry a lot of stuff. He already has a bunch of stuff with him. So I told him, if you ever need a book, just let me know. I got, um, I got all these books, you know, I'll, I'll give you one. You could read it. If you want to return it, I'll give you a different one. And he's just, like, so, like, so thankful and so grateful. And, you know, I introduced myself, gave him my name. He gave me his name. And I just told him, like, like don't hesitate to ask for anything because I I even though he had took my possessions I was in the wrong because of what I, I had told him I attacked his character and all he did was pick up some books I guess he found on the floor on the on the floor next to my car and stuff so I just went into the coffee shop I got him a little breakfast sandwich and you know that was the least I could do. Um, so what did you learn from that situation? I could have uh, approached him in a more uh tempered even you know even i guess minded level-minded way not yeah. really jump from one to a hundred um and it's just like i can't i i let my ego get the best of me i i this is my thought process you stole from me you ain't shit like you're a you're a low life you're a bum i don't care this and that but it's like he was telling me like no the books were on the ground yeah and the car, obviously, it could have looked... From from my perspective, I could understand how he thought the car was, like, might have been stolen and just abandoned there because it was all messed up and it was on the curb. And, you know, I, I get that. So, I, it was just, like, a big life lesson for me to be, like, okay, I could approach things in a certain way regardless of and, what... A, what and a, not be so quick to react. Yeah, not be so quick to react regardless of what a person did to me. That's... That was more my ego telling me, like, no, this man stole from you. Instead of just actually, like, you know, um, processing what really happened and just taking things, like, one thing at a time. Like, okay, he's telling me this. Okay, this is true. I could have just went up to him and be like, okay, you got my, those are actually my books. Do you have any more of them? Do you mind if I get them back? I could have done that. 
but now out of all this, you know, I apologize and it I think I'm I'm gaining like a, a friend out of all this. Like in a weird way, kind of like I don't wanna seem like I'm like over here saving his life, but it's just like I I'm in I feel like I'm in debt to him and I wanna, you know, help him out any way possible and I feel like he's gonna help me in, in a lot of ways as well. So I feel like a lot of situations where you might have the right or you might feel like you have the right to approach a person like very violently or aggressively. It's, yeah, it's like we like when someone does something to us, we think it justifies us acting like like if someone hurts us, we think, oh, they hurt me. It's OK for me to hurt them. But really, all it's doing is hurting you, because I know when like when you kind of went off on him afterwards, you felt so guilty. Yeah. And we were saying, you know, maybe, yes, it's not OK to steal. But maybe this is his only form of entertainment, mm -hmm. you know, like he's homeless. Like what else does he have to do? And maybe this is like, like you can always buy another book. Yeah. Like if we're honest, you know, yeah. and I think it just shows us that don't, just because yeah. someone does something to you, it doesn't justify you retali that, yeah, retaliating or like, cause that's acting from a space of fear and the ego. And when you act from that space, all you're doing is hurting yourself cause it's out of character for me. Yeah. Like I, I don't I don't like to to be violent or aggressive to people. Like she said, I'm very unconfrontational. And the fact that I was like this, I was very mad and upset, but it's like, nah, that it hurt me as well because I, I felt guilty and ashamed that I was able to do that. And it's more like, damn, I'm capable of being like this to a person who's pretty much like he like like she said, I can't I could always buy a book, he probably can't. Yeah. And the fact that I'm I'm able to speak to someone in such a like vulgar manner, it kind of makes me feel like like what else am I capable of? I'm I just think more like I'm not as good of a person as I thought I was. But this whole situation made me feel like okay, I have work to do, but this was like a big lesson and like I said, I I really feel like I'm gaining a a friend out of this because um it's not even out of guilt anymore. I already apologized and I, you know, I, I make I made amends and stuff, but it's more just about me wanting to make sure that like I want to be a better person, you know? And this whole thing is like put my ego aside and don't let it get the best of me and it taught me that lesson and I just want to like, you know, continue to I see him all the time, even on the bus and stuff. I see him everywhere. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to just, you know, say hi to him all the time and talk to him. Maybe, you know, get to know him a little bit better and see like how he did end up where he ended up and see if there's anything I could do to help him or if that's his choice of living like that. Like, just give me a different perspective on on the way people live lives because I feel like a lot of us that live these lives where we make a lot of money and we live good and we live that way, we take it for granted. We feel like everybody wants to live that way and that's not true. There's certain people that just like enjoy the simple things and it could be that way. So it's it's just teaching me all these life lessons about like you know don't be too quick to judge don't be too quick to you know retaliate because if if it's not in your character to do that it's gonna end up hurting you more than the other person like a petty somebody who's like naturally petty they can out petty anybody else so it's yep. best it's best it's best to just like you and know you, be the bigger person yeah. and especially if you're not that type of person yep. and you try and compete with someone who's like miserable or petty, you will never win because people like that, they thrive off of it. They thrive off of it and they don't have like the conscious awareness that you have. And I've definitely been in positions where I have let petty people get the best of me and it like eats me up inside that I allowed that to happen and 
to them that's normal that's their everyday life that's how they operate and they will not stop like so in the end you end up like losing because yeah. you're not that way and you're letting you know you can't win yeah there's no way to win but yeah it just um taught me a lot about my ego keep that in check and empathy um it's a big thing you don't know what people are going through you don't mm -hmm. know what people decide to do, you know? He might be the happiest person in the world living with his dog outside. Like, that might be his choice, you know? Just because we live a certain way doesn't mean somebody else wants to live that same way. Yep. So, yeah, guys, this is, this is just a summary of what our life has been like literally the last two weeks. It's been crazy and wild. And it hasn't even been two weeks. It hasn't, actually. It all started May 2nd. It's literally a week and a half, and all this is, like, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm just so grateful because, like, I see our lives becoming what we always want it to be. Like, you know, yeah, we've been doing the work, working on our mindset, like, learning all this stuff. And now these opportunities are happening. Like, he's growing his, like, like he's working towards his career and, like, building his wealth. And I'm, like, working on my business and I'm, like you know, growing in my own way and to like just watch it all happen together. I'm like, whoa, like the things that we ha have been wanting to happen are actually happening now. And it's kind of like surreal. It's, it's, it's crazy when you reach a point when you know what you're, it's all on you. Like when you know that you could accomplish what you want and reach where you want to go, that it's literally all on you and the work that you do. It's a crazy feeling because it kind of like frees you up. Before, I would feel like, oh, man, like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to be successful or not. Yeah. But now, after all this and, like, getting signs of seeing, like, I told myself, I'm not buying a brand new car until I'm able to afford the car that I really want. Mm -hmm. And then recently, within these last few weeks, I've been seeing that same exact car that I want, like, at a higher, way higher rate than usual. So, I'm taking this as, like, a sign and motivation. Like, I'm on the right path. All this shit is happening for a reason. I'm not going to take it for granted. I'm not going to, like, let it go to waste. Yeah. So it's just crazy how I know, I know where I'm where I'm headed, and I know what I need to do, and I know that I'm basically gonna accomplish what I want. Like I already feel it. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So yeah, these are our little lessons um, that we've learned, and hopefully you can apply into your own lives when you know when you come to that point, or if you experience anything like that i hope that it inspires you to like learn to look for the beauty and everything and find the silver linings and trust and believe everything is happening for a reason for you and in the end it will make sense even if in the moment it's like what the fuck is happening i promise in the end it will make sense mm -hmm. and so that is all we have do you have any last words no just <laughs> before you act you oh know, yeah before and you don't act, yeah. yeah and i think also like for anyone who wants to be successful in life a big part of that is keeping your ego in check because when you reach like something i'm learning like um about myself in my business and like how i present myself in public and on social media is i can't act a certain way anymore because i have like like i know i'm not like the most like I don't have like hella followers or but anything, people are but people are watching me and people are paying attention to the things that I'm saying. So I can't just be saying like, even if you're not at a highest position, like any day people, like you could tweet something today. Like when people are quote unquote getting canceled for tweets that they tweeted like years ago, 
it right now in the age of like uh in the age of social media anything you say can and is used against you because there's always people that want to like hold you back Mm -hmm. so it's always you know i feel like social media kind of just brings out the worst in people because it's just so like it's just a response. It's just a quick twitch. You don't really have to think about what you say. You just tweet your thoughts. And, it's, and that that one thought can literally ruin your ruin whole your career. Whole, even, yeah. So just be careful and then, like, you know, think before you act. Try not to react and just, you know, know yourself. Know who you are as a person and try not to stray away from that because it, it sucks. Shame and guilt is, like, the worst feeling ever. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, And if you did, please screenshot this episode, post it on your Instagram stories, tag me in it. And as always, until next time, remember to just glow with it.